This is a day of significance for a couple of reasons. In the life of the church, in our liturgical year, this is the final day of the Christmas season. We'll now move into ordinary time, and we'll be there until Ash Wednesday. And the other, maybe not quite so important, but still significant reason, is that this is the day after the North Dakota State Bison just won their eighth (laughs) national title in nine years. That's significant for us Bison fans. If I was to ask you what was the most significant day in your life and mine, what would you say? Some of you would say the day that you were born. Some of you might say the day you were married. Some of you might say the day that I was able to hold my first newborn child. If it was Father Joseph, you'd expect him to say maybe the day I was ordained. But not one of these was the most significant for you and me as a follower of Christ. The most significant day in the life of a Christian is the day that we're baptized. The day that we're baptized. To be honest, I don't exactly know how I would have answered that question five years ago. But now I'm a deacon. And now I baptize. And now I teach baptismal prep to new parents. And so I've taken on a whole new meaning in a in a, a new significance for me, and I believe I would have got it right. Today we celebrate the feast of the baptism of our Lord. His baptism is also a very significant event in the life of Jesus. We should marvel at the fact that our Lord would choose to be baptized even though he had absolutely no need of it. It's not as if our Lord suffered from the effects of original sin. In his humanity, he was perfect. And so he had no need to be cleansed or regenerated by the waters of baptism. So we ask, why did our Lord choose to be baptized? Even John the Baptist was questioning why Jesus would want him to do this. Well, there are several reasonable things that we can say about why Jesus did this. First, as children of Adam, we are born in a state of original sin and deprived of the vision of God. At the Jordan River, he wanted to identify with all of humanity, with all of us, with all sinners, and bear all the consequences of sin on the cross. Jesus, in a complete act of humility and obedience uh, to the Father, took on the full weight of our sins on that day at the Jordan. Second, St. Augustine said that Jesus desired to be baptized that he might freely proclaim through his humility what for us was to become a necessity. In other words, by submitting himself to be baptized, he wanted wanted to show us by example how important, how very necessary baptism was for our salvation. How could we ever go wrong following the example of Jesus? Thirdly, the Bible scholar St. Maximus of Turin, writing in the late 4th century, tells us that Christ was baptized not to be made holy by the waters of baptism, but rather to make holy the waters of baptism. He was not sanctified by the waters. He sanctified the water. And to purify these waters with his body so that all who would be baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, would be cleansed of original sin, and be made adopted sons and daughters of our Most High God. 
And lastly, by the actions of his baptism, Christ elevated baptism to the dignity of a sacrament. In the account of Jesus' baptism, we heard today from Matthew, we hear about heaven opening, a dove and a voice. At your baptism, did you notice the heavens opening? Did you see a dove? A dove? Did you hear a voice? No, you probably did not. I know I did not. And even if you were old enough to know what was going on, would you have noticed these things? You would not have because they happened spiritually. But they really happened nonetheless. At our Lord's baptism, these things happened so that they could be seen and heard. They happened at our Lord's baptism not because he needed to hear them or see them, but we did. The heavens, the dove, the voice, they all teach us something about our own baptism. First, the heavens were open for him. So also heaven has opened for each of us at our baptism. As children of Adam, we are born in a state of original sin. We suffered the loss of heaven due to Adam's sin. Baptism makes us children of God and therefore allows us to go into heaven. Baptism and baptism alone opens the gates of heaven for us. Secondly, at our Lord's baptism, he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming down upon him. So also for us at baptism, the Holy Spirit descended upon us and made his dwelling within us as his temples. Baptism initiates us into an interior relationship with God. In the person of the Holy Spirit, God himself now dwells within us, within our souls, bringing us his gifts and his virtues, directing our thoughts and our words and our actions. From now on, the Holy Spirit intercedes for us from within our very souls. Finally, at our Lord's baptism, a voice came from the heavens saying, This is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Baptism is the sacrament of rebirth. It makes us adopted children of God. But God's adoption differs dramatically from adoption of the world. We do not become his children through a legal process. No, but a much more profound way. By baptism, he places his very life within us. We can truly call him Father because we become partakers in his divine nature. In turn, he truly calls us his children, not slaves or servants, but his very own children. Baptism is what we call the gateway sacrament into the church, and it makes us members of the church. Just as it was the beginning of Jesus' public life, it was the beginning of our spiritual life and our sacramental life in the church. It allows us now to receive any of the other sacraments when we are ready and at the proper time. The rest of our lives after baptism is intended to be a living out of what was begun for us at our baptism. Just as Father Joseph sprinkled all of you this morning to remind you of your baptism, every time you come into Mass and dip your fingers in the holy water, make the sign of the cross, we should also be reminded of our baptism. 
and we should recommit ourselves to a life of following Christ closely and to growing into deeper union with him day by day by day. No matter what our vocation, it is our way to fulfill our baptismal consecration and to become in that very vocation truly holy. And so today as we celebrate the baptism of the Lord, we recommit ourselves to what was begun and still continues on that most significant day of our lives, the day of our baptism. On that day, something truly marvelous and, ha- and awesome happened to each one of us. On that day, we were born again, becoming sons and daughters of God, and receiving for the first time His divine grace within us, His very life within us. On that day, we were consecrated to God, belonging to Him in a special way. On that day, God said, You are mine. You are mine. Yes, on the day of our baptism, God the Father's, you are, excuse me, you are my, my beloved, and with you I am well pleased. By virtue of that baptism, as we now continue with Holy Mass, let us now prepare our hearts and our minds to receive him worthily in the Eucharist. Him whom with all humility and compassion displayed at his baptism, redeemed us, and brought us to everlasting life. May God bless your day.